You know Jerry and I have seen all the Star Wars movies. But you don't know which ones we love and hate the most. That and more, coming up. Welcome back to the Chai Guys podcast. Just two guys sharing our thoughts. Excitement. And feels over some chai. Or any cafe beverage, really. Wow. Welcome back to another episode. Oh, Peter, how are I'm you? Everywhere. I'm wet now. You're wet? What'd you do? I peed a little at the beginning, but I also that <laughs> my drink just started leaking everywhere when I did that. Leaking? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like the con- condensation. It's a crazy thing, actually. But wow. Yeah. Well, what kind of drink do you have? Uh, I have a guava something guava passion fruit or something iced tea from uh from 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 not duncan from starbucks <laughs> it's a coconut it's one of their coconut milk drinks it's really good it's like a pink drink but with guava it's oh. kind of fire some oh. would say oh there's coconut in that shit yeah, yeah. Ooh, this, i need to get that next time I, I haven't been to a starbucks in so long yeah dude honestly i was on the way back from my friend's lake house and i was like you know what we're about to record like i might as well grab starbucks i'm already out like on the road and i'm probably gonna pass one and then i did and that's and here we are yeah you know what i'm gonna grab a starbucks but i think when i like start getting starbucks again um i'm gonna get, get hooked and like get it like every day i had to stop myself because there's like two like that are like three minutes away from me and i had to just like take a choco damn there's a uh dunkin donuts uh like right across the street from me but across the street yeah, well, yeah, like down, just down the road, like. That's rough, dude. Yeah, but I haven't gone there um, yet. Um, for my chai beverage, not not chai, cafe beverage, I have um, um, herbal tea. Actually, I have celestial oh, herbal? herbal herbal tea. Um, I have celestial lemon zinger tea. It's pretty good. Lemon zinger, that sounds bomb. Yeah, it's pretty bomb. I need a break from like caf- caffeine. I just need like some herb in me from herbs yep yeah, herbs. i got that. herbs and spices yeah mm. disease mm. if you will um peter what are yeah. what's our um topic today um oh, actually, we, already, our... we already know <laughs> oh they do know wait we're really quick before we say our topic again um i just wanted to do a follow-up to one of taylor long's fan questions about our our best quarantine cooking creations gonna keep it going throughout this podcast i'm gonna keep updating but i made the other day this lemon zucchini linguine i made it with my mom she she did most of the work Uh, but it was bomb it was bomb linguine linguine oh wow like from from uh ratatouille ratatouille oh that's that's his name right yeah that's the chef's name the rats is remy Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I I just remember the scene where like the head the head chef that's like short with like black hair gets angry and he's like yeah. linguini. <laughs> Is that a scene? That's a scene, right? <laughs> I think it's a scene. Okay, okay. Hopefully, I remember. I think you're right. Yeah, that's nice. When did you make it? Like the other day? I actually made it yesterday. <laughs> oh shit! Nice. It was really good. Oh, 
Yeah, I figured I didn't really give it a real quarantine creation last time, so I had to give a real one this time. Yeah. I guess I'll add on to that. <laughs> you know, um, uh, so, like, in my answer, I had, like, um, cookies that I burnt, and then cookies that I perfected, uh, peanut butter, oatmeal, chocolate chip cookies. Bomb. I love them. But I've actually learned how to make um, egg rolls, Filipino egg rolls. They're called um, lumpia in Filipino, but I made them. There's, like, there's ground turkey, like, a bunch of vegetables, and, like, thin, crispy wraps. Um, they're pretty, pretty good. That sounds fire. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't think we'd be answering food questions, but I, I like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I kind of threw a curveball at you. I was feeling like catching you off guard. Yeah. A little but what did catch me off guard was how hard it was to rank all the Star Wars films. Wow. Good segue, dude. That was that was a beautiful <laughs> That was a beautiful segue. Yeah. We love segues on the Chai Guys podcast. We um, live for segues. I'm going to try to get more and more creative with the segues now. Yeah. Peter, you start. You started it all. I think you brought it up in like the last podcast episode. And I just love that word and the action. And, great word. And I do love the action. And noun. Yeah. It's, it's a noun, action, and. It's, yeah, it's a ver- yeah. It's a verb and a noun. Yeah. That's wild, actually. I was thinking of something that we said in the last podcast. I don't remember. I'll think of it. Yeah, we say a lot of shit on the podcast. Yeah, there's too much stuff to actually genuinely remember all of it. Yeah. We could, like, make a ton of clips out of, like, everything we say. We just talk about, like, random shit. Yeah, we kind of ramble. We're kind of known for our our ability to just you nonsense. (laughs) It's like yeah. spew. That's good quality stuff. It's actually quality stuff that we're spewing out yeah, sp- of our mouthfuls. Yeah, spewing out. <laughs> oh my god! But it is like we we do go on a lot of tangents. Um. So um. Before I actually only, I don't know what I said earlier, but did I say nine films? No. But today, Peter reminded me that we're actually going to rank all eleven Star Wars films. Um. Live action, not including like animated, like the Clone Wars. Yeah. So this includes Rogue One and Solo. But it's not including that weird Christmas special that Star Wars had that one time. Was that animated? That was animated. Oh yeah, with Boba, like Boba, like that uh, bounty hunters yeah. like rifle and shit. Yeah. I actually haven't seen that, but me neither. So I'm glad we're not including it. Uh, Peter, how do you want to do this? Do you want to like go through each rank and say like our number one, both number ones, take turns, and our number twos and three? How do you want to do it? I think we should take turns, but I feel like we should go bottom to top. I feel like that's the way to do a list. Oh, okay. Let's do that. I feel like I feel like that. I don't know. I feel like it builds suspense. Yeah, I like that. That's um, my favorite. We'll build a lot of suspense from going um, bottom to top, but also at the end, we're going to talk about some Star Wars news and updates. Um, there's some pretty big ones. Um, some of them are rumors, but some of them are um actually real so we'll talk about those to finish off the episode but let's get started um so we'll start with number 11 for each of us um peter after you my man oh i thank you thank you so my number 11 is actually i was a little surprised by this because i didn't hate it as much as a lot of people did but it just ended up being my least favorite the last jedi is all the way at the bottom for me number 11 I, I, there's a lot of reasons. I, I think for me, it was just boring. Like, it was, it bored me. Like, when I think about, like, the exciting stuff that happened in the movie, 
there's really not that much exciting stuff. Like there's like the throne room scene was cool. Yeah. And then like maybe like the last scene with uh, also spoiler alert, just wanna say like we're gonna talk about these movies, so cover your ears if you haven't seen them. But yeah, I don't know. It was just kinda of, like the last scene the last battle was cool too, but I feel like when like I don't know, me personally, I think if Finn at the end of Last Jedi, mm-hmm. you know when Finn is like driving into that thing? Yeah, yeah. And like gonna just sacrifice himself to save everybody. And then Rose like just sideswipes him. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they were to let Finn sacrifice himself, this movie would have bumped up like three or four spots for me. That would have been an unbelievable and like a, the coolest sacrifice, the coolest ending for Finn, and like that would have been awesome. And like, I feel like they ruined it. That but, was that was like useless. Like, like I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I I think um, um, the actor gets like a lot of hate for Rose because of the action she did in the movie. But she, I think she gets way more hate than she deserves. Like, she, oh for sure, yeah. She's just like um. She's just act, she's just like going off the script, like doing what the directors is. Yeah, it's not her fault that the writers wrote her character. Like she's literally just playing a part. Yeah, um, I do have to agree that um, the Last Jedi was pretty boring, but I think they took too many chances with it. I get that. You know, it did fit like the Empire Strikes Back um, recipe, where uh, the old master who failed before, like Luke being kind of like Yoda, Ray being like Luke. Um, yeah, but uh it was just weird like it just like i don't know like when you just like like i feel like you like watch it and you're just like eh, like i don't feel like i don't feel good about like i'm just like eh, like that 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 movie exists like that's cool i like i it's pretty actually yeah yeah yeah. it was just i do love i love the like somewhere in the middle of the movie I love the Force Dyad introducing thing. I, like, I also hate it, but like, I, I think that was a cool thing to try to take a chance on. Mm-hmm. The visions and everything, that was pretty cool. I think it's beautifully shot. Like, like I think there's some crazy, like, gorgeous shots in that movie. I think that that's pretty good. Yeah. And then I think, um, I think when, like, Luke is talking about, like, how the Jedi Order failed in the prequels, and, like, he's giving that whole speech about, like, how they let Palpatine, like, come up under their nose or whatever, like, and all that. And then, like, there's all... I like that part. I like him acknowledging, like, that the Jedi Order was, like, kind of messed up in the prequels and they're, they're partially to blame for the rise of the Empire. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I do, like, I do I, like that part, too, because it speaks yeah. a lot of truth into the past. Because, like, we... Like, as kids, we love the prequels. Like, we're like, why did the Jedi all die? Like... Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck that, but... Um, yeah, but Luke's like spitting. He's spewing some truth. Spewing truth bombs. He's spinning them. He's throwing t- truth bombs out there. Yeah, but I feel like he was way too like. I don't know. I think they just ruined the character for Luke. Yeah. Um. Not gonna like. We're gonna talk about this later, but like, R- I think Rise of Skywalker and Last Jedi just like they were just pulling Luke on like two sides, and just like they couldn't yeah. make a clear distinction on like what the character would become. Yeah, I agree with that. I think they completely changed. Like, that's the first time we see Luke since Return of the Jedi. Like, actually see him, like, with a speaking role. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just not the same person. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but what's your what's your number 11? 
My number 11 is actually The Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that earlier and I was really interested in that. I didn't expect yeah. that. I like, I mean, like, I just, uh, this was a hard list to like, um, uh, make up, but like, Force Awakens, like, it was, a, it was definitely like a fun movie to watch. I just didn't like how like Ray was kind of like how Ray defeated Kylo at the end. Like how just yeah. like this, this like nobody like defeated like a Sith Lord. I'm just like, the fuck. Um, and it was basically like a carbon copy of um, A New Hope, which I didn't like. You know, I wanted something new. It was kind of like when they brought up like Star Killer Base. I'm just like, how do they let the um, the um the first order slash the reborn empire create another mega weapon, you know? Yeah. The fact that they like thought that it was a good, that the writers thought it was a good idea to make another spherical giant mega weapon. Yeah. And be like, they, they won't notice that we've done this three times in the last four movies. Like, like that was just a terrible decision. Dude. I, I, I legit hated that. I wanted something new. Like, I was like, why would you like at least try to hide that? Like you are copying a new hope. Yeah. Like, you, they you try to hide it. And, like, a as soon as you saw there was, like, a big, like, fucking laser shit of a planet, like, there. Um, I mean, to be honest, it did make for some good lore. Like, it, it was the planet with, like, the light lightsaber crystals. Yeah. Um, But still, though, like, as soon as you, you see that on screen, like, you know it's going to get blown up by, like, some, like, secret exactly. operation. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we, like, I feel like we knew what was going to happen in that movie for the most part yeah almost entirely you know how there's like certain like small star wars like call outs that are so subtle like um in the clone wars and like the clone wars tv show like dave filoni like awesome um God, you know how God. like the mandalorian and like cer certain like uh recent star wars like scenes and stuff they do like call outs um but they don't yeah. they, they don't like copy and paste stuff like, like Easter eggs, but also like you know how like some scenes just feel so Star has Star Wars mm -hmm. energy. Like you know like that's what I want a Star Wars film to be. Like yeah, I just get that like nice feeling that like that's a Star Wars film. You know. Yeah, there's a difference between like nostalgia and like straight up ripping something off. Yeah, I feel like Clone Wars is great with nostalgia and like ah oh, like that yeah like that feels like Star Wars. Like you just said like this makes sense. This feels right. I feel like also part of the reason the Clone Wars felt so much like that is because. A lot of people started watching it again, and it was coming out right when the sequel trilogy came out, and the sequel trilogy did not give you that feeling, and like you could just feel the difference. No, like um, it felt rushed, and like it just felt like all over the place. Like they didn't know the the identity of like the sequel trilogy, like wasn't like there. Oh um, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Like the prequels, the prequels like rhymed really well um, with the sequels. Um, uh, like, yeah. like how, like Qui Gon dies in Episode One, and then but Ben Kenobi dies in Episode Four. Like the first episode in the trilogy, they um, um, and then like the protagonist is Anakin, and the protagonist is Luke, and they like grow through the three trilogies. But like, still like it rhymes, but it's like not like a carbon copy. Exactly. Like yeah, exactly. Like it rhymes, but they're different movies for sure. Mm -hmm. Like like in A New Hope, there's no Obi Wan type character in A New Hope. Like there is in Phantom Menace, yeah, and like there's like just so many differences and like in, yeah, it, it, A New Hope and The Force Awakens are basically the same movie with a couple differences.
Yeah. Like that annoys me too. Yeah, like a new hope was fine because like Luke, Luke was like basically like uh just like um he ba- he barely used lightsaber. He he like I, I feel like if he like defeated Darth Vader in the New Hope, that'd be like what the fuck? Like No, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I feel like the in my head at least, I don't know like if they ever explain this because I feel like Disney doesn't explain anything that they do. Mm-hmm. But for Star Wars, but in my head canon, I was like okay, like I'm going to say like that the reason she was able to be so strong and like could defeat him, I have two things that I use to justify it, so it doesn't make me upset. The first one is that Kylo Ren was hurt because he got shot by yeah. Chewie, mm-hmm. and like those things pack a punch. So I was like, all right, that that like I'll give her that part, and then maybe that they're a dyad, so like she shares some of his. Isn't that how they explain how she became so powerful or something so fast? Like she shares some of his powers. I think so. Like, so since he was so strong in the Force and trained in the Force, she got stronger by connecting with him. You know what I mean? I think... Well, I, I That sounds... From, I think I read that somewhere or something. But, like... If you say that, like, maybe I can justify it. But you're right. Like, I, I definitely get the frustration with that. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, just, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, she's, like... Not, not the new chosen one, but she's the main character. The Force chose her to bring balance again yeah. to... Or, like... Bring yeah, bring balance. I think that's still like, yeah, like Disney didn't tell us enough. Like, I want some yeah, more details exactly. there. Exactly, I agree with that. I I think the best, like, the thing that I agree with the most is that it was rushed. Like, I I I couldn't have said that better. Like, I feel like the whole trilogy was rushed. Yeah, way too rushed. Um, I think the, there wasn't that much character development, not even for Ray. Like, honestly, no. Like, and Finn's was terrible. Yeah, Poe's character development was terrible. Like they. Ray like at least got some and it wasn't good, but like at least she got a little bit. Yeah. Also, the communication between that um purple-haired um rebel leader and Poe was just non-existent. I was oh like, what? God. I hated that part. Yeah. Like I understand that they were trying to make a conflict, but like it's not even a believable conflict. They're just not speaking. Like, just like what? I, I like, like if she were holding the plan, he might have been like, okay. Yeah, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, but not telling him at all. What are you thinking? I think that they had genuine potential mm-hmm. with the sequel trilogy and those characters. Yeah. Like I think Ray could have been a great character. Same with Finn, same with Poe. Yeah. And they just wasted it. Like they just literally just poured money down the like they got money, obviously, but like they just like it was just a, a waste of potential. It was like lazy writing, dude. Such lazy writing. They're just like fill ins, you know? Like Yeah, and then like there's you should listen to your fans, obviously. But like they either listen to their fans too much, like Rise of Skywalker. We'll get like I'll talk about it more later when we both like say yeah. that or where it ranks. But Rise of Skywalker, I feel like was a direct like, oh my god, all these fans are pissed with the Last yeah. Jedi. Let's just like do everything that they said that they want. And then Last Jedi was let's not listen to the fans at all. Yeah, yeah. Do you actually want to move on to number ten for you? Yeah, mine's the Rise of Skywalker. Segways. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the Rise of Skywalker. Was the type of movie that like I walked. I don't know if you can pick this up. My chair is making a really weird like farting noise, but like not really a farting noise. And I hope it comes off on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Like I came out of the theater and I was like, oh, that was awesome. Like I feel I felt so many emotions. But then like on a rewatch and like the next like as I was thinking about it more and more that night, 
I just was disliking the movie like more and more. I was like, they just basically like threw a bunch of nostalgia at me and made me feel like good about the nostalgia. But then like the movie itself was not good. Yeah, I have to like, agree. With I really that. did not enjoy it. Like I enjoyed it on the first watch and then I now thinking about it and seeing it a second time, I was like, that was terrible. Yeah. Well, actually, just to like, um, uh, we, we have a similar list at the bottom. So number 11 for me was Force Awakens. Number 10 was Last Jedi. Like I thought it was better than Force Awakens, but like I'll just explain like why it's like kind of lower than the others. But number yeah. number nine for me was The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. So yours is number 10. So we're on the same like uh we're like really we're really really close to each other yeah it doesn't really our lists are pretty similar there's like a couple differences yeah but yeah i don't know the rise of skywalker the thing i think that made me the most mad i think the rise of skywalker was like lack of communication in like disney didn't give us any information they were just like okay guess what palpatine's alive and you're just like wait what how they're just like don't worry about it he's alive though also like like I'm talking like character development and like just like I liked how Kylo Ren turned good at the end, but like it took a fight with Rey and seeing his dad's ghost just to flip the switch like like that like yeah no I got I I agree I and like I yeah I like that that they had that nice moment that like also that was confused like Leia like force projected that. Yeah, um, I was so conf- that's the way they did it was so confusing. Yeah, she used all her energy to like force. It was kind of like implied. You had kind of like to figure it out. Yeah, but um, I mean, like Luke force projected himself a different appearance of himself. So I think Leia could do it. Yeah, I think that's what happened, and she used the last of her energy to do it before she died. Yeah, but what's also frustrating is that that wasn't actually Han's ghost. That was just a projection. The projection. Yeah, exactly. So Han's dead, and his spirit. His spirit's like nowhere because he's not—he's not a Jedi. So he's like, so Kylo Ren's kind of like fake at peace with Han Solo. Yeah, he's at peace, but Han's not. Yeah, I, yeah, and I guess like now they can be because they're both dead in the universe. But like, I don't know. It's just like uh, it, this. Oh, there's no information. Like Disney just like threw a bunch of stuff at us and was like, just accept it. Like the fact that they said that the biggest villain in Star Wars in the movies, Palpatine, they literally told us he was alive through the opening crawl and then didn't explain it. Like that is crazy. That like, why would you think that's a good idea? It's so lazy. Like a huge jump. I think they. So I think they could have taken two routes with the Rise of Skywalker. I think they they could have taken the route with the Last Jedi and like made and like. First of all, they, they ruined Luke and Rise of Skywalker. He looked like an idiot because he legit caught the lightsaber of, of Rey and threw it back at her. I'm just like, The Last Jedi Luke would not have done that. <laughs> he would have just yeah. stayed dead and like been chilling. Because like it, it totally contradicts like um, Luke's belief that the Jedi aren't just like swinging, swinging here, like lightsaber swinging heroes, and that Rey was about to like go on. Um, yeah, yeah, but they could have gone the Last Jedi and just like kept kept it consistent, you know, instead of like taking like a one eighty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was literally like Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Red Skywalker were all from three different trilogies that just had similar characters. Like everyone just flip flopped every movie. Yeah, and like Poe. I, I, I one favorite thing, even though this is like number nine and number ten on your list, like I did like um. The the spice runner joke between Poe and Ray and Finn. I love that joke. That was a good scene. That was a very. Good scene. 
Yeah. You ran spice? You're a, you're a runner of spice, Poe? <laughs> I, I love that scene. That was so I funny. Think, like, that makes me even more fr- Like, when I see stuff like that, I'm like, they had great chemistry. And this could have been an amazing trilogy if they if Disney like actually took the time to make it good and figure out what they wanted to do. Yeah, like those the casting was phenomenal. Like I loved the cast, but they just had the worst scripts ever to work with. Oh, it was yeah. They just needed more screen time with each other, and um, also like they left us hanging. Like we like we know it's kind of implied that Finn wanted to tell Ray all along the movie that he was force sensitive but like we don't know that for sure yeah exactly and like you know? it seemed like he was gonna tell her that he had like feelings for her or something that's, that's what, what I, I thought it was yeah initially. in the theaters i was like oh okay finally like at least if we get this like i've, I've been rooting yeah. for a Finn and Ray romance since force awakens yeah. i was like i was like at least i get that even though i don't like this movie and then they just didn't do it and then oh. after i go home and read oh yeah i actually was gonna tell her that he was force sensitive and like i remember that scene where like finn like wanted to tell ray but then poe shows up and he's like later i'll tell you later um yeah and poe got a little bit pissed and like why why don't you tell me you know or like i was just like yo like what if there's like a love triangle between like um ray poe and finn i'm just like what the that's what i thought was gonna happen and then when even when poe and ray meet at the end of last jedi i feel like they implied that there could be something there and there was gonna be a love triangle yeah, because that's when they first meet or something. Yeah, and I was like, honestly, if you're going to do any sort of rhyming, that would be a cool rhyme with the original trilogy. But, like, no. They're just like, yeah. her and Kylo Ren, because all the fans are complaining. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Dude. Like, it's just... The, I, and to end my Rise of Skywalker rant, I know we talk about it more in another episode. Mm. The thing that made me the most mad about Rise of Skywalker is the fact that Palpatine is alive, so, like, what does that say about Anakin killing him? Yeah, like, that ruins like, the Chosen One prophecy. That, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's, it's annoying. I was like, why would you disrespect my boy Anakin? Like that? And, they, and they filmed the scene where Hayden Christensen, Force Ghost, is, like, in the movie. And they didn't put it in the movie because they put a scene of the little Dio robot, like, the triangle head one, like, fixing machines instead. Jeez. I was like, sell toys and i was like why yeah I, I think that was like like george lucas made the prequels it, its purpose was to give you background information background story on like who anakin was and how he became um a sith um but the the, the sequels just ruined that yeah like it's a skywalker saga and they mark it as a skywalker saga but like it wasn't really the, the sequel trilogy wasn't at all about the skywalkers really like uh, a little bit but like You'd expect it to be about like Anakin and stuff. Yeah, like but... he's supposed to be the chosen one. Oh, also like um uh before we move on to number eight and nine because it's also the same for us um for the movies um in the novelization you know how um Ray is she calls herself Skywalker now at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Um, I think in the novelization it says something like this that when um when Kylo Ren healed healed Ray because she was on the verge of death. A part of his yeah. spirit, um, was is like now part of Ray. So technically, she has like Skywalker spirit slash like DNA in her. Yeah. So that that that's why she can call herself the Skywalker. That that's the novelization. That is wild. Like that. Like... Disney needs to be. Disney just needs to explain stuff to us. 
like and i understand it's money and like they want you to buy the book and they want you to buy toys and they want you to like buy the comics but like we should be able to like actually formulate an opinion from just the movies yeah and also i think that from the novelization um ray's dad was not like a the son of palpatine ray's dad was a copy a younger copy of palpatine yeah I, that's weird that that's like it, enough of the copies already <laughs> Yeah, the whole Rise of Skywalker as a, as a whole just makes me upset. Yeah. Um, you want to say your nine and my eight? Yeah. So my nine and Jerry's eight is Solo. Now I I'm just gonna I'm gonna hand off the baton to you, Jerry, because I've only seen Solo once, and I I remember stuff from it, and I remember enjoying it. I thought it was like a cool. I love prequels. I love like seeing like how a character like came to be, like their origins. So I love seeing Han Solo's origins. Uh, I thought the cast was great. Like love um, Donald Glover, love Amelia Clark. Like I thought it was a solid cast. It was kind of confusing. The Darth Maul inclusion was like random but cool. But like I feel like it's not gonna go anywhere. So like, eh. No, but, it like, could oh, go somewhere. No, it is. I hope. No, no. Oh, it is. Uh, we'll talk about the talking points after. Some good news. Okay, but okay. Well, then that's then that's good. That I'm glad I ranked it nine. I could have possibly ranked it eight, but like I I enjoyed myself. The only reason it's this low is because I've only seen it once. Oh, I've only seen it once actually too, but it's ranked low for me. But I love that movie. You know, yeah. there, there's seven more spots above it. Um, but like those are just like those are the the trilogy movies. Um, part of like the saga and st- saga and stuff. But, um. Uh, sorry, I said sag. <laughs> but um, I love Han Solo. Like I love space westerns. You know, it's like um, Star Lord. Yeah, like it's like Star Lord, like from like um the Marvel universe. But I love space westerns, like ships flying around really fast. I love like action scenes on the train where they're just like shooting blasters at each other. Like I, I kind of need it. I like taking a break from uh, lightsabers. You know. I get that, and yeah. I love like uh, Star Wars shootouts because they're so cool, they're so tactical. Um, Solo is just like a fun movie. Like, I, like when I watched it in theaters, the whole um, audience clapped at the end. Really? Yeah, I'm just like I clapped too because I like I could because like I think the movie just like brought so much nostalgia and like yeah. origins to Han Solo, and like people were just like feeling good. Plus, it's like it's Han Solo, like it's a beloved character. Like, yeah. every, like you got to give him his origin story. Also, like I loved, um, what's his name? I loved who? What's the actor's name? Adrian Aldrich something. Aldrich. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he was. That's what I was gonna say. Perfect segue. He um, he people were like shitting on him and like saying like before the movie came out like he couldn't act and like they had to like do something with the script because he could i thought he did a great job he like yeah i totally believe that he was a young han solo he was likable he was a likable character i liked him a lot i I was a fan so i mean people can say that but i don't believe yeah i I like i loved him as an actor yeah i'm a fan yeah um yeah i also agree that darth maul at the end was kind of like confusing i'm just like whoa like he died in rebels like I was like hype, but then I was like, "Wait, I'm confused." But like, yeah. well, I mean, I know you'll give me the scoop later. Yeah, but then Dave Filoni fixed it again, like gave some backstory Dave- because he, um, in the last season of the um, 
uh clone wars um he it shows like in like the when he's on mandalore it shows a hologram of um what's that uh paul bentley's character yeah, uh, Voss, I think. Yeah, Voss. It shows a hologram of Voss. It's, it shows Maul like telling all the crime bosses and crime lords, and Voss is, is one of them to like hide and retreat for now, stay low, because he senses that the emperor is gonna start the empire and stuff. Yeah. But that that's that's so cool that like he connected the Clone Wars to um, Solo. Yeah. So cool. Uh, Dave Filoni. I mean, we'll talk more about this later, but. Dave Filoni having more of a hand in running stuff in Star Wars and Lucasfilm is like what Star Wars needs right now. Yeah, if like if um when George yeah um Dave Filoni he is like the next him or John Favreau um is gonna be like the next like mantle of Star Wars. Yeah. Did that um, use that word right mantle. I think it's the next person to take the mantle. Take yeah yeah that's what I meant. <laughs> I knew what you meant. I didn't even think about it because I knew you meant. Yeah. Um, who, where, what number are we at? Uh, you're a number, um, nine, a number eight. Yeah. I guess I'll say eight, so I'm even with you. Okay. Um, my number eight is Attack of the Clones. I love the prequels. Just, I just, I adore them. But I would say that out of all the prequels, out of all the original six movies, um, Attack of the Clones is my least favorite. Like, it just, like... I think it just dragged a little at times. Like it was kind of boring for me. They had like a lot of great moments, but I feel like it also had like a lot of like filler. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I and I thought the dialogue with Anakin and Padme was just horrendous. Like that was. I feel like they could have done a much better job with that romance. It was like a, a lot of stuff happening. It, it felt kind of slow. Um, yeah, I really only um, saw that. Okay, I'm just gonna say it's it's number six on my list. So it's number what for you? Mine's eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So I gotta remember I gotta see seven. Yeah. So it, it's pretty. It's it's also the lowest um, of the original and prequels for me. Um, yeah, yeah. I only really watched it to see the Jedi go all out against the droids. Yeah, that's a fire scene. And the duel at the end with Anakin, Obi-Wan, Yoda against Count Dooku. Fire. I love that lightsaber battle. I love, even though it's only for literally like three seconds, when Anakin has a green and a blue and he's dual wielding and like he cuts the lights off. That is absolutely fire. I also, at the beginning, I think this is my favorite. I always say this is like my, the most underrated scene, badass scene in Star Wars and my favorite like underrated scene. When they're watching over Padme and Anakin senses... And Obi-Wan, they both sense that, like, something's wrong. And the slugs are, like, crawling up towards Padme. And then Anakin, like, sprints in and jumps on her bed. And in one, like, little, like, move cuts both the slugs in half. Oh, yeah. And, that, like, that, that is the cool yeah, thing. That, that was a good scene. I love that scene. Um, I also I also love the I love the Tiger Clones. It's entertaining, but I think the other movie, there's other movies better than it. Um, yeah just like being seeing coruscant on the ground like seeing the bars seeing them like running around like um the chase scene on the the yellow speeder um yeah i love that scene i love the city life of like coruscant i I also think that's why i like solo um it's ranked below for me i love solo because you kind of see like the like the bad like city urban parts of star wars you know yeah I, i love those scenes you know, I feel like you kind of actually, and more of us talking about this, you convinced me. So my number seven is Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to switch seven and eight and put Attack of the Clones right above Force Awakens. Oh, nice. I just remembered so many other scenes that I love from that movie now. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I love that Anakin, you don't really see it that much, but Anakin's lightsaber in Attack of the Clones is basically his Vader lightsaber, but without the black. Yeah, well, I wish I love. I I loved his like, um, his his lightsaber, but he he kept like losing it. Yeah, and I, also I feel like that helps me relate to An- Anakin's my favorite character, and I feel like that would be me. Like I'd lose my lightsaber every thirty seconds. <laughs> like I just wouldn't have, like I would be gone. Uh, yeah, Obi Wan's like, this is your life. Don't lose it. But yeah. he fucking drops it when he's riding a lizard <laughs> on a wall. <laughs> In episode three. Damn. Yeah, he could he couldn't hang on to that lizard. <laughs> yeah, he could not, dude. Yeah, it was all over. <laughs> oh man, um, what number are we on? Uh, I just did seven for me, and you just did eight for you. Oh shit! I said I said but, no no I said six was Attack of the Clones. Oh okay yeah. You said six was Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. I, I still have to say number seven for me, but I want to see how if we match up. Um, we don't. But we're 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 close. We get really close at the top. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, it's kind of a tough thing to do two lists. Yeah. Honestly, if you want to talk about, if we want to alternate and then just say where the other person can say where it is on their list, that works too. Okay. I'll finish off seven, then you can say. um, So I said, um, for number seven on my list, I had Rogue One. Um, Rogue One's entertaining. It's an entertaining movie. Um, Really good story with, um, I, I didn't, what's her name? Okay, I keep remember um, the characters, Jen, Jen, uh, Jen Erso, yeah, Jen Erso, and her, her dad. Um, I liked how it cleared up the um, to why the rebels were able, were um, found that intel that um, of how yeah. to destroy Death Star. It cleared a lot of things up. I made a new hope like even better as it already is. Um, good story. I liked how. Um, it kind of showed like the real like what happens during battles of Star Wars. Like main characters die; they don't always live. Yeah, everybody I died. Think, yeah. I love that. Yeah, everybody's dead. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like you like walked into the movie, and then like ten minutes in, you're like, "Wait a second, we don't hear from any of these characters ever again. They're definitely gonna die at the end of this movie." Yeah, but like. I don't know, like, you're right, like, that's, like, yeah, sometimes the good guys, like, you gotta, like, it's kind of like they made the sacrifice to get that, those plans, like, they don't always win and, like, save the day and survive and get everything. Yeah. Like, not all heroes are acknowledged in the Star Wars, but some of them are, like, really important, and, yeah. um, oh, man, I just really, that's just so sad. It's really deep, dude, that, the way you said that, that was really, like, you, that was deep. Man, it makes it even more sad, because, like, even though those characters um only appeared in one movie i actually connected more to those characters than like ray finn and poe yeah no i agree like Jin erso and um cassian yeah i loved them even even the robot dude when he died i was so sad dude when he died i almost shed tears when he died dude because like oh my they made so much sacrifices like they, they weren't stopping um and the the character development between all of them was so cool it was so yeah. nice like jen and uh cassian like having shit and like at the beginning like they just did not yeah. like each other um uh, uh yeah it was just 
Uh, good, good movie. Um, yeah, I agree with well, Rogue One's at four is high for me. It's number four. Mm-hmm. I love Rogue One, and I also like what you said. I love that it makes other movies better. Like it makes a New Hope better because I feel like the biggest thing about a New Hope was it being a plot hole. Possibly, like why would they leave one? Like why would they leave an exhaust port that leads directly to like the interior of their ship that could blow everything up open? Why wouldn't they just close it? But then, like, you see, like, they did it on purpose, or Galen Ursa did it on purpose, like, to give the Rebels a chance. Like, that just made the universe so much better for me. It was just amazing. Like, it was a really good movie uh, to watch. Like, the, the new planet, the beach, the beach planet. Yeah, awesome. We never seen like that. Like, um, and, like sand troopers. Yeah. Um, even though this movie was to, like, make, like, more, a- even though, like, with a new movie releasing, if you add new stuff, you can add more action figures. You can add new maps yeah. to video games. But I think the main goal of this movie was to make it a good movie, make a New Hope a good movie, yeah. a better movie. And like, yeah, exactly. And I remember being kind of worried because it had like a lot of production issues, and they like changed directors and like they got delayed and did reshoots or I don't know, maybe they didn't change directors, but they did reshoots. And I was like worried about it, and it came out great. I thought I genuinely thought it came out amazing. Yeah, the soundtrack was like like dramatic and emotional and yeah and like you said the character development like how cassian and Jin go from absolutely hating each other and then at the end they're just like just like embracing as they know they're about to die like that's emotional that is great character development yeah and it was like so much darker than like a, a regular star wars film yeah it didn't have the same energy it was just like this is like a this is a movie about like a secret um um it was like a, I don't know, like a demolition, search and destroy kind of type of film, and yeah. they just did it so well. Uh, it, it, I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, it gave me a different perspective on Star Wars, and it's not always like uh, fancy lightsabers and like um, cool battles. It's like lives are on the line, and people actually yeah. fight with like a purpose. And exactly, that was deep. Wow, that was that was beautifully said. Wow. <laughs> Well done. Look, wow, <laughs> that was that really hit me. Actually, that was that was that was well said. Yeah, it's not always about uh, the force, too. You know. Yeah, it's not always about the force, and it's not always about the Skywalkers. No. That being said, I also think it gave us the most badass Vader that we've ever seen. He was just like the last scene in the hallway. I like. Uh, to, to put it quite frankly, I nutted, dude. In yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw it three times in theaters, and I I nutted four times in theaters. Oh wow! <laughs> Twice the second time. Uh, you make a good point. Um, and they made it believable. Like, you, you take a New Hope Vader. That's how he would, like they like they didn't like go like, um, they went all out, but like not too far. They they could have like made Vader like more mobile and stuff. And like yeah. doing crazy shit, but I think the crazy shit he did in that scene was like a believable Vader, yeah. um, like, all, like not in his prime because I know I know in his Vader prime was like a little bit before A New Hope, but like he was badass, dude. He when he when he like grabs the guy against the ceiling and then like slices him down. That was the coolest thing yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh my dude, that's making me want to play Star Wars Battlefront two, dude. Oh my god. Uh, I was thinking about playing uh, Fallen Order earlier today. Once dude. we were talking about Star Wars, I was thinking for games we could we could stream. We could we could um both if next time Star Wars Battlefront Two gets goes on sale on PC, I might have to get it, and we could like squad I'm, up and like 
do like um heroes versus villains and like just clash lightsabers that would be so or fun. space battles dude oh my that would actually be a, a really fun game to stream because we can just that would pop. Be so fun. i agree when we'll we'll keep you will know when next time it's on sale i'm buying yeah it. mason actually gave us some submissions um, shout out to our friend Mason, our number one fan for the Chai Guys. Love you. He, uh, have you ever heard of the game A Way Out? It's like a prison no, game. Like Problem solving game, which I like. It's like a prison. It's a prison game. Um, and it can only be played uh, either split screen or two player online. You can't play it by yourself. And you you take control of two prisoners, and you have to like like break out of prison together. And like, oh, that would be the best game for us to stream. Dude. Like, there's like um. There's points in the game. Also, like my brother Josh, like told me we we should stream this, um, because it's a good game. Um, he's been talking for for a while actually, but he says like, um, there's scenes where like one one player is in like an animation slash like cutscene, but the other player can still move around freely, and like be part of the cutscene. That's crazy. Yeah, I want to play it now. It looks it looks pretty sick. It could like make for some like good content because like it, it looks stressful. I like that. Yeah. I mean, sorry, sorry for that video game segue. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm gonna go really other quick segue. I really love baby water. Like, don't you think that this would be classified as like a baby water? That is a baby like, baby water. A baby water, yeah. and then like the ones you know, the little like thick Poland Springs. Dude, the Poland Spring has thick baby water. Yeah, those are like toddler waters. I feel like you know the ones that are just above the baby waters. Mm-hmm. That's when they're like toddlers, and then the normal ones are like teenagers, and then the big ones with like the cap are like the fully adult waters. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Um, you know how they sell those like huge ass water bottles, like as if you just you're just gonna carry that around. Like, yeah. If you put that on your backpack, water bottle holder, that's gonna snap off, dude. <laughs> I know exactly you're talking about. Those are, dude. Those are thick. thick. Fucking. Those are thick. Damn. Like you. Like bisque. <laughs> I really love saying that. Nesquik, dude. <laughs> oh man, I could go for some Nesquik. When I was a baby, I used to drink warm strawberry Nesquik milk. Oh, so like same powder, dude. not even the syrup, the powder, dude. Wait, same? Is it same? Well, when I was a kid, I I drank like strawberry milk, chocolate milk, like all the time from the bottle. I, I like strawberry milk more than chocolate milk. I still do. I haven't had it in so long. <laughs> I love it. I I haven't had it either, and I want it now. Oh man, do you, do you remember like waiting in line in like elementary school, and like you line up, and like you get when you get like hot lunch, there'd be a big fridge, and you pick which milk you want, and there's chocolate, yeah. strawberry. But did oh you did you did you have that too? I have strawberry for us. They had strawberry for you. Yeah. What? <laughs> do you remember that nostalgia, dude? Just, just like. I those fridges dude and like it would be like chocolate two percent one percent skim yeah and then you, you'd you be cool if you got skim because they had no fat or something yeah <laughs> i i was a two percent boy i still am uh i would just get chocolate um good times yeah wow. i wish honestly in my future home i want a big milk fridge like that yeah with and you can only have the small cartons yeah just a fuck ton of milk for no reason damn Man, they made elementaries like they made little kids drink milk every day back then. Yeah, that's why our bones are so strong. That's right. Oh, do you also remember like seeing the got milk posters everywhere? Yeah, I never understood them. They really confused me always. I th- yeah, I was just like, what? why is Kobe Bryant on a milk poster? Yeah, there was one with Wolverine once, and I was like, 
what are you trying to tell me? That will I grow claws if I drink more milk? Like I don't understand the message of this commercial. Yeah, got milk. Damn. At one point, I thought it was bad. I thought it was like got milk. Fucking put it away. Like <laughs> <laughs> you, you should not. Like you should not. Know. <laughs> I thought it was like got milk, like you shouldn't milk's bad or something. Like, I didn't know what they meant. I was yeah. like, God, like do I, I was like, do I win a prize? Like if I get more milk, like is yeah. the point of milk? I actually don't have milk. I don't lactate. <laughs> yeah. Personally, no, I don't have milk. Um, you don't have to rub it in. Uh, that was a good segue. That was a great. Story. I don't even know how we went to milk. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about video games. Yeah, I actually, oh, baby waters, and then you said the milk thing. Oh man, wow. Oh no, you actually no, you said Nesquik, and then it got to strawberry milk, and then the fridge. Dude, what are these conversations, dude? I don't know. I'm really quick, I just want to end the milk thing. I just want to say that I one time my doctor told me when I was younger that I had to stop drinking milk because I drank too much milk. Are you serious? Wait, how how does you how does he like measure if? No, my milk intake. Yeah, I think he like. I don't know, dude. I don't know what it was. Maybe just I was a little thick, and he was like, "What's like your diet like?" And I was like, "I fucking drink like eight." <laughs> milk. He, was like, he was like, "Don't do that, like you idiot. It's too much milk." <laughs> That's. So I just like told me he was like, "You got to fucking stop. You got to lay off the milk, dude." <laughs> I love milk. He's like, I understand. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I used to be obsessed. <laughs> and that's my story. That's so funny, dude. Like how yeah. you said it. <laughs> Thanks. That's how I remember it. That's so funny. Uh, that's my doctor. <sighs> but yeah, that was that was a nice milk segue. Ah, uh, thick boy days. I remember. Yeah, thick boy days were were key. Yeah. Not a person. I just really me being thick was like part of my identity. So yeah, I actually lost a lot of weight without me knowing it. Um, because I played I like I played pickup basketball like every day after school, like every day for like maybe like a few months. That's fire. Yeah, and then like after a few months, people are like, "You're getting skinny." I'm just like, "What? What are you saying?" <laughs> like, what are you saying? What are you saying that I used to be? Was I thick? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> That's what they were telling you, dude. I didn't. And then, like, I, I slimmed down, like, in high school. And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> I I was around the same time, actually. I, I, I slimmed down. Um, I thought, like, we had weight limits in football. And I had to lose. You had to be, like, 160, like, by, by weigh-ins. I don't even know when weigh-ins are. And then I went on vacation. And I did not care. I was just eating garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Whole summer, I was just going crazy, and then I weighed myself like two weeks before the weigh-in, and it was I was one eighty, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I, I was like, "I'm not making this team." And then I just ate like chicken, only chicken and eggs, and only drank water for like two weeks straight, and which is not a healthy way to lose weight. So don't do that. Don't take my and I lost like twenty two pounds though. Are you fucking crazy. serious? But like I slimmed down because I was basically like just starving. I just only eating chicken. Yeah. Damn. Was it for like a certain position? Yeah. No. Like that was the max weight limit for fo- for, like, for, for football. For big guy. Are you serious? Yeah. Grade. Oh. 
they wanted to keep kids the smaller kids like safer. But if you wanted to be like a receiver or a quarterback or a running back, you have to be like one forty, I think. It was even more. It was even lower. Jesus, that's super weird. unhealthy. I don't think about it, but like, yeah, damn. But wow. it is what it is. That was but fun. That's how I, that's <laughs> yeah, and then in high school, I just kind of stayed at the same body type. Yeah, and then we started working out in the summer, and like, that was fun. I was thinking about the other day. We were like last summer, like when we were playing basketball like, every day. I was in such great shape. I think we had like a nice like life like work life balance and like like um fitness balance too. That was yeah, I think that was one of my best work life fitness balances, honestly. Good. We had like a nice routine. Oh man, I I miss that shit. We should just make an episode on like just like uh call it um reminiscing. Dude, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna call it that. If you didn't say reminiscing, I was gonna Are you serious? <laughs> Out of my head, yeah. yeah. Reminiscing. Are you using your force powers to like read my Read my mind, dude. No. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Which what what number are we on? I couldn't tell you. We right on. Oh, okay. We we just got done talking about Rogue One. So Rogue One is number five. It was number seven. So my my five and four are the same as your seven and six, but they're reversed. Interesting concept. Yeah. So I just so I think we're both in five. Wait. No, we're both in. You're on six. I'm on five. I'm on six. You are on five. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, my yeah. Well, my six and Jerry's five is the Phantom Menace. Oh, it's four for me. What? Oh my god. Yeah, you're right. My six and Jerry's four is Phantom Menace. Episode one, if you will. I won't lie, I struggled to place this one. Same. This is the one I most struggled to place. I don't know why. I like was like I was thinking of the good things and I was thinking it's kinda of boring, but like I love it. Like at the same time. It's so important. Um so I important. I thought the the speed race the speeder race was boring. I was like, just get off Tatooine. Just just please get off Tatooine. <laughs> That's actually funny. I loved the speeder race. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. There was a video game where there was a level of the speeder race, and I hated it. Even in, like, Lego Star Wars is pretty, is pretty like, hard. That was hard. fun, actually. Lego Star Wars. It was so hard to get all the generators. It was impossible. Yeah. What did you like about Phantom Menace? I, oh, I loved Darth Maul. Phenomenal character. And Ray Park, like having Ray Park play him and do all those stunts was a genius idea, whoever had that idea. Also, I love that you meet Anakin. Like, one, he's my favorite character, and two, he's the chosen one. And, like, you know at that point that he becomes Darth Vader. So you're like, this is crazy. Like, oh my god. Like, this is, like, the origins of the greatest Star Wars villain of all time, basically. So he's so innocent. Um... He's so innocent, yeah. Uh, the age gap between him and Padme are weird i always thought that i always thought that but then i mean it's that he just looks so young like he's nine and she's 14 but she doesn't look 14 and he doesn't look nine so it looks really weird it does look weird yeah like he looks like he's like six or seven and she looks like she's like 16 or 17 so it's like uh, yeah no yeah, I was like, eh. Um, like it doesn't yeah. seem like it's a five-year gap. It just seems he's like too innocent. He's like a little kid. Yeah. The necklace um, he made her was that was sweet though. 
that, that was really cute. Yeah. Like, little Anakin had game. I will give him that. Yeah. He had game again, that yellow fighter, and fucking um, destroy the um, that droid base. That, yeah, that was actually... That was clout. Like, uh, the fact that he did that... Yeah. Actually, I totally forgot about, like, how that rhymed with New Hope, that destroying that huge base. Me too. To be honest, like, father, like, son. Yeah. I guess it just showed off how Anakin was just, like, a good pilot to to begin with. I loved that. Yeah, I love that he was, like, they, they set that up from the beginning. I also love how, um, like, weirdly low-key, one of my favorite lines in, like, A New Hope, I think it was, was when they were talking about, like, how Vader or Anakin used to be, like, the greatest pilot in the galaxy. Yeah. I, lo- I always loved that, and I always wanted them to expand on that, and then I feel like they did in, like, with the pod racer at the beginning, and even in, like, Revenge of the Sith, to talk about more, like, the beginning, like, I get the vibe that he's just nasty. Like, he was, yeah. But the speed, the speed, the speed, uh, the speeder, the yellow speeder in um, Attack of the Clones, he was, like, good with that. He was so good with that. It was, like, a build-up, because we, we hadn't seen Anakin um, fly a ship as an adult until Revenge of the yeah. Sith. It's crazy you think. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're right. Also, Obi- also I-, I think Obi-Wan is underrated as a pilot because he had some good piloting skills in the first episode when he was driving that submarine. Also, uh, against Jango Fett and Boba Fett with asteroids. Yeah, nasty. Yeah. And he held his own when he was fighting with Anakin in Revenge of the Sith, mm. like when they were side by side. Yeah, I agree with that. Also, I think I think it's just that he hates flying. Yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan? <laughs> Yeah, Obi Wan. Yeah, but when he has to, he's pretty good at it. Yeah, exactly. Also, I think another part of the thing that I loved about Phantom Menace is the the last battle, obviously. Yeah, Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates is just it's like I don't know. I always think about how they did. You know, they have to slow it down. Like they have oh. to slow down in post production because the actors Liam Neeson. Um, Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, and Ray Park got so good at the choreography that they were doing it too fast, and they literally thought that audiences wouldn't believe it, and it'd be like too like ridiculous how fast they were going. So they cranked down like or cranked up the camera and like slowed it down. Oh damn! You know that scene where like um that sequence when uh Qui Gon just died and Obi Wan and Darth Maul just like like pew 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 like uh, that's exactly what that's why I always rewind that part, dude. It's so, and they like back off, and they just like respect. Yeah, and they just like reset. Yeah, yeah. I love when he, he's like, yeah, he's literally like, he's like, Pew! and then he goes behind the back as Darth Maul like hit is about to hit. His, it's just nasty. Oh my god! And that, yeah, it was just like a flashy. It was it was a duel of fates because um, if Qui Gon were to die, which he did, he was a father figure that Anakin needed. Um, yeah, that would raise him and. I think watch you know that video I sent you the other day about like who yeah. was the chosen one? Yeah. The Star Wars chosen yeah. one. Well like Qui Gon would have been like the perfect mentor, um, because yeah. um because uh he like would learn how to balance like um connections and like loved ones while also being yeah. a Jedi and following the rules because the Jedi were just straying away and just cutting off ties with love right away. Also like I feel like um I watched some Star Wars theory. Oh no, I need to yawn. I'm not gonna do it in front of you, so you don't yawn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Um, I watched some Star Wars theory. So shout out to Star Wars theory. Hopefully you watch this video. Um, but he was like outlining 
he was doing what ifs and he basically outlined basically every other member of the Jedi Council or like the main ones were Anakin's master instead of Obi-Wan and like it was just crazy to think about like what could have been like the difference like mm-hmm. if it were Mace Windu like Mace Windu would have like seen the aggression in Anakin and like he would have he would have compared it to himself and he would have like helped him more like to to figure that out and like to tap into the dark side maybe without fully going to the dark side you know what I mean yeah and then, like, Yoda was something else. And then Qui-Gon was the best one because, like you said, he was the father figure Anakin needed. And, like, yeah. I think Obi-Wan was just, like, um, he th- the only reason why he took Anakin under his wing was just because Qui- he, he promised Qui-Gon. Qui- Qui-Gon. But I, <laughs> I, I think he developed, like, a better relationship with Anakin and actually took more meaning, meaning um into taking him under his wing um they were like brothers but he anakin really needed like a father figure exactly like yeah exactly like like obi-wan when obi-wan took on anakin like he was still like i don't think he was ready he was a padawan still he was still a padawan so like it was like yeah like you said they're brothers more than father and son anakin had so much potential like um because yeah he just had so much potential he's so cool I love you, Anakin. Thank you. Um, so we, we just did... You you just said number six, right? I said my number six. Oh, yeah. So that was num- num- number four. So now we can say our four and five. Actually, our, our both, both are... are yeah, our fives are the same. That's that's cute. Um, do you want to say it? You're out. Oh, yeah, sure. So both mine and Peter's fifth movie on the list is A New Hope. Yeah. What do you like about New Hope? It was just like a just a good like it was originally gonna be a standalone movie. Like it was the movie to um like George Lucas, like I think I've saw a video or something, like he thought it wasn't even gonna, gonna do well, but like it became like yeah. a blockbuster and it just was a good movie. Um and it's without it, like none of the like a lot of things wouldn't be here. Like um the Clone Wars were made because of that. Because yeah, Obi Obi Wan called throwaway line was amazing. Yeah, like like I was always confused when he said that, but then George Lucas is so good at like filling in the ga- gaps, like telling like a, some information here and there, but like filling in the gaps later with like different stories, which I love. Um, also, it's just a feel good movie, like watching Luke, like um, watching Ben Kenobi and Han Solo and like Leia and Chewbacca get all together and squad up and defeat the Death Star. Um, I saw a thing that, like, what you just said that, um, it was supposed to be, like, a standalone George Lucas didn't know how successful it was going to be, but, um, so George Lucas at the time that Steven Spielberg and George Lucas are friends, and at the time that Star Wars was coming out, Steven Spielberg was coming out with Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and, like, they were literally filming it at the same time, and, like, they were, like, visiting each other's sets. And, like, George Lucas was, like, dude, like, this movie's going to be, like, so much more successful than Star Wars. Like, this is going to be, like, the biggest hit of all time. Like, this is crazy. Um, and then Steven Spielberg. Um, and then George Lucas was, like, you know what? Like, how about I'll give you, like, 2.5% of what Star Wars makes if you give me 2.5% of Close Encounters. Like, thinking that he was going to, like, <laughs> like, just make some cash off of Close Encounters. And then literally star wars made more than double closing on so like spielberg 
made out with like forty million dollars more than George Lucas. It's fucking crazy. Oh my god, insane. Oh, uh, yeah. But A New Hope, it started at all. Great movie. Um, ben Kenobi though, he was like one of my favorite characters. He died. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, good movie. Like I can't yeah, say I, about it. Great intro, like. Like, it doesn't do anything, necess- like, none of it, I don't think it necessarily is great, but there's, it's not, none of it's bad either. Like, it's just all around just good. Yeah. Great introduction to the characters, like, great introduction to the universe. Yeah, and, like, it's a great intro to, like, what Star Wars films should be. Like, it's, like, a good, like, benchmark. I totally agree. Yeah. I feel like there's not much to say about it. It's just good. Yeah. Um... No, uh, well, you did my number four. Number four is Phantom Menace. And what's your number four, Peter? Me, number four is. Um, oh, we said Rogue One was my number four. We talked about it, I think. Oh, yeah, we already talked about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You love that movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, our top three are exactly the same. Yeah, I, I, I'm just seeing that right now. <laughs> oh my God, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. Do you want to expand more on Rogue One or do you just want to go right to your top three? Yeah. Well, the last thing I'll say, and the kind of is a reverse segue because we just did a new hope, but I love how seamlessly the end of Rogue One goes into the beginning of a new hope. Awesome, and, and that CGI with uh, Grand Moff Tarkin and um, Leia, awesome. Absolutely awesome. I agree. Yeah, yeah I might I'd actually have to sh- uh, rewatch the movie. Rogue One. Yeah, me too. I might rewatch them all. To be honest with you. Oh man, that's tempting. <laughs> so tempting, which yeah. is so time. I actually usually rewatch like a bunch of like I usually pick a trilogy to rewatch with Star Wars uh during the winter, the winter time, because there's like not much to do, like always staying inside. But now that we're in quarantine, we're always inside, so I might just have to watch <laughs> children. Outdoors. outdoors doesn't even exist. We're wait, all wait. in a simulation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. But yeah, that's my number four. Rogue One's my number four. I love it. And I got it. Um, do you want to get us started with the, t- our top three Star Wars films? Yeah. Uh, this is... I'm going to... The Chai Guys. The Chai Guys top three Star Wars films. Yeah, this is the Chai Guys top three. I got to say, like, this is the quintessential top three. Hmm. If your opinion is different, well, then actually I respect it because all of our opinions should be different. And I hope that you enjoy all the movies. No, stop the podcast right now and just get out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't unsubscribe, though. Just leave. Yeah. But um, The Return of the Jedi is number three for Jerry and I. I could not say enough about this movie. The thing I started off saying is the most one of those vivid memories I have of me my childhood is I was on the way to a birthday party. At the little gym. I don't know if anyone's gone to the little gym. Jay, I don't know if you've ever gone to the little gym. No, I haven't. Dude, it's gasoline. It's like this giant like playhouse for children. Like where just there's a bunch of ball pits and like foam things to just like destroy and like places to do somersaults. And then they have this zip line where you kick down a foam brick wall. It's just sick. It's the coolest thing ever. Oh shit. And I was on the way to a birthday party there watching the uh return of the jedi in like my mom's like lexus that had like the little dvd thing and i for the first time and i remember absolutely sobbing at the end uncontrollably i could oh. not stop crying when darth vader died it's so sad dude 
It's so sad. The music too. Um, uh, when Luke sets him on fire, and like everybody's partying. I was about so bad, but like it was a nice thing that he set him on fire. <laughs> yeah, because um, that's not like that's like the traditional Jedi way to. Um, um, when a Jedi dies, you set him on fire. Um, it's so poetic too, because like he. Like it showed you that he turned back to a Jedi right before he died. Yeah, because because Qui- in Episode One you see that Qui Gon dies by uh, I mean uh, gets cre- cremated. That's not, that's what you yeah. said. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it is very poetic. Um, yeah, Return of the Jedi just brings out your feels because it's the end of the trilogy. Um, yeah. Uh, Luke is like a badass the whole time. He's Luke is sick. I love Return of the Jedi, Luke. <laughs> In the, yeah, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Luke is my second favorite character, other than Anakin. Like he, and it's close. Like he's just the coolest. Yeah, and I love how he chooses his own destiny. I know, like Obi Wan and Yoda, be like, like, um, there's no hope if you don't kill Darth Vader. But like, Luke chooses his own destiny. He chose like love, and yeah, brought him and, back like, to the good side. And he trusted like. The feeling that he had that there was still good in his dad mm. and like he yeah like he trusted his gut and he went with his gut and he chose his own destiny and i love that it's so poetic with revenge of the sith on like how he's tempted with the dark side and like he's tempted with to save his friends to save his loved ones and to get revenge on palpatine yeah. or vader and like he and like take the easy way out and kill them but like he he doesn't like at the last minute he like realizes it's not the right way and like he he throws away his lightsaber like the whole scene like the whole movie is just so good i think i read this somewhere i watched a video uh, but it, it kind of relates to what you just said it's crazy how anakin turned to the dark side because he was too obsessed with protecting the ones he loved he was too upset with like love but then yeah. he turns back to the light side at the very end because um of the same exact um reason is that crazy yeah. if you're yeah. if you're a sith um and you care about love and like protecting loved ones you go back to the light side but if you're the light side and you you're too obsessed with that you go to the dark side you need to like, find a balance qui-gon yeah, exactly. qui was that balance qui-gon is daddy qui-gon okay qui-gon is he like just is the what i believe a jedi should be yeah and his poncho, his poncho in Tatooine was sick. Yeah. <laughs> his poncho was fire. No, but honestly, I think like, I don't know. I feel like Luke at the end of Return of the Jedi is like almost a perfect Jedi. Like he, like he's so like confident in his own powers, but he like is fighting for the right reasons. And like, he's doing things based off of like, he's still using his emotions to fight and to make decisions. But he's not over relying on his emotions, and like it's just oh. And his lightsaber is absolutely gasoline. And yeah, I just I just love how it looks like Obi Wan's lightsaber. I have a replica in here somewhere, dude, of Luke's. Oh, that's right. What what else do you like about Return of the Jedi? Uh, I think that's like, like, like a bunch of it. Like was said, like um. Just a good movie, a good, a good way to finish. I always get excited watching it, you know, because um, Luke's a badass um, on Tatooine, saving um, Leia and Han. Um, so cool. Um, 
and I just like the scenes with like the Emperor Darth Vader and Luke. Really cool. I also love that his lightsaber was green. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was a good change up. And they didn't even do it to like on purpose. They did it because in that scene where he saves Leia and Han. They couldn't see the it. Yeah. The blue lightsaber was like getting um when they're outside, the blue lightsaber was getting washed out by the blue sky background. Yeah. So they changed to green and like that was the best decision they could have made yeah it looked it looked great it was a good complimentary color with his black um jedi jumpsuit yep absolute fire well do you want to go to number two number two so number two is um um thought to be the best um star wars movie by many resources online videos articles it's empire strikes back and um, that's the reason why it's very high on our list, but it did not um, hit um, number one for both of us. Reach the pinnacle of greatness. It was really close, yeah. though. I liked it. Um, my favorite part of this was the Luke, Luke and Darth Vader scene, a uh, fight scene. If you if you rewatch that, Darth Vader is like a beast in that fucking scene. He's yeah, he he like does not give a fuck. Like he's like going into murder. Yeah, like he like, does not care. People are like. Um, always remember the scene where like they're over that like, that plateau like that basin the circle basin thing uh, if I'm using this like the right lingo but like that right. the reactor um, that Luke falls into but um, before that scene when they're just like near the window um, Vader is just like using the force force push on like different objects like boxes throwing shit at Luke and he breaks the window and like Vader's like jumping everywhere I'm just like yeah, it's a he's like on something else. It's underrated, dude. Definitely mm-hmm. underrated. I actually agree. I used to not. I used to not think that it was like the best fight scene. Uh, I slept on it personally, but it is underrated. It's it's so good. Um, uh, I like how Leia is able to use the Force and like sense where Luke is. Pretty cool. I agree. And then you learn that there's another. Like you learn that there's a chance that, like someone else is. Um. Skywalker, four cents. Uh, yeah, it also ends like it has a negative ending, which is so rare. Yeah, like it ends with the main hero Luke like getting his hand chopped off. It has one of the greatest twists in movie history, like "I'm your father." Mm-hmm. It, and then like they lose, like the good guy loses. He like has to fall out of that shaft and like just just like like grab on to. Uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, the shaft like, yeah the shaft he's hanging on the little dongle at the bottom of the Millennium Falcon just like chilling yeah also to go off that the intro- Star Wars introduce an iconic part of their um, series is robotic limbs like that's cool that's so cool that's a fact yeah I always kind of wanted one I won't yeah, like Anakin's gold fucking arm in Attack of the Clones, low-key is so cool. It's the coolest thing. I agree with that. Yeah. So. Number one. Let's do number one. I'm going to spin around in my chair. Peter, I know how much you love this movie, so I'm going to let you do the honors to say our number one for the Chai Guys. You are truly... The kindest of gentlemen. Our number one is Revenge of the Sith. Oh, dude, I should have played music. <laughs> now you're good. 
That was cool. I, I like the the chair spin. <laughs> but yeah, it's Revenge of the Sith. Um, I yeah, like Jerry said, I adore this movie. Obviously, Jerry does too. It's both of our number ones. But like, I truly love this movie. I remember the, the hype that I had, like eight year old me when it came out, or seven year old me when it came out in theaters. Like going to see it, I was so excited. Like, I actually, it's the only Star Wars movie I saw in theaters. Are you serious? I, yeah. That was the first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters. I think um, that yeah. was, that might be, I think, yeah, I think that could be the first Star Wars movie I've, ever, I've also seen in these theaters. Because I didn't see, I know I didn't see The Phantom Menace, I was one. Yeah. And I did not see Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones theaters. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that was for me. Um, my my first recollection of like a Star Wars movie, like seeing the trailers and, and stuff come out. Yeah, and like, I just love what I love about the prequel trilogy is that you know that Anakin's going to turn into Darth Vader, and, but you don't know how it's gonna happen. Like you don't know the the circumstances in which it happens, and it's just so amazing to get to see. Like it's like what like being not being able to look away from like a horrible car accident you know what i mean like you're you're watching it all play out and it's so tragic and you're like oh if he just did this differently like if he didn't make this decision and like you're rooting for anakin not to do it even though you know he's gonna do it yeah uh yeah that's yeah that was well said that was cool thank you i just love like you just like know it's gonna happen you're like oh this is terrible um, it has very, it's very flashy when it wants to be like Count Dooku, a fight. Um, Anakin's just like a badass the whole time. Um, like you can see his growth because um, Obi-Wan passes out and gets knocked out by Count Dooku and it's Anakin carrying him out of a sticky situation. And we learn that Anakin's done it multiple times. So we can just see his growth and like how he surpassed his master. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like. Ah, it's just such like it's amazing. I love it, and like you, I just love seeing all the pieces fall into place. Yeah, with, with setting up for a new hope, and 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 I love, yeah, Anakin's whole look. Like he's so badass in that movie. So he has like dark leather um yeah, outfit, it's like, his scar, dude, his long hair. Like yeah. he's like badass. In that movie. Yeah, Peter, do you remember when we were almost gonna be Obi Wan and Anakin for Halloween? Yeah. Honestly, like, I kind of wish we did a little bit, but... Oh, that would have been so sick. Oh, man. I would love to get, like, Obi-Wan's robes and his lightsaber. Dude, that would have been fire. Uh, me too. I would love it. I would get. I would love to get Anakin's dark robes and just go... Dude, we need to go to a Comic-Con, dude. We have to. It's gonna happen. Like, we keep saying it, yeah. but we need to make it happen. No, we're, we're, we're graduate college. We don't need to worry about, like plans we can we can like um uh just like take time off and like plan a weekend to go to comic-con because that, that's always what happens too it's that we have a test or something or like we're yeah. like ah, i'm too busy studying and like now we have we have more control of our schedules so like yeah yeah also like november that the rhode island comic-con um that was only like 45 minutes away from stonehill college that we always wanted to go to for the past two years it was always like at the worst time it was always like right before midterms it always we always had something else that was more important than we had to do oh i'm like butthurt dude we uh 
Yeah, my butt is also aching. Yeah. Like, because I'm thinking, like, we could go there, cosplay as, like, we want to be. But also, I was thinking we could, like, bring, like, a portable microphone and, like, a camera. And like, we could just record, like, interviews. Oh, my God, dude. We could do stuff for the Chai Guys. Yeah, we, we could do. And, like, we could, like, wear Chai Guys merch and shit. Dude, you know what else I thought of? I've always wanted to go to a Comic-Con. There's, like, this guy who goes to Comic-Con who makes, like, he made, like, he designed, like, Black Panther's mask. He designs, like, so many movie masks and movie props. And I would, and, like, he brings them to display. Like, Thor's hammer. Like, I want to meet that guy. Like, I want. I want. It's crazy. Um, yeah, we, that's on our bucket list. Like, we have to do that. Dude, and, like, yeah, and you get to just, like, that's the only place where you can, like, like, you can freely walk around in, in robes with a lightsaber, and like, and, like, everyone's, like, that's, that's sick. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Dude, I'm just picturing right now, dude. That would be just such a, like, a nice weekend to do. Oh, my God. Would, and we, like, yeah, exactly. We make a weekend out of it. Like, we got a squad, too. Yeah. We got a couple people who are into it. Yeah. I know there's, like, an after party, too. There's, like, adult, like, events, too. There's, like, like an after party for Comic-Con. Pretty cool. Oh my god. I don't know why you said that. I don't know why I imagined an orgy when you said that, but I did. <laughs> With our costumes, dude. With our costumes. Like everyone's in character. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm bring I'm bringing that thing behind me. The gauntlet. <laughs> I uh dude, I, I wanna go now. Now I'm thinking about it and I'm gonna be researching stuff. Yeah. Problem is we don't know when they'll open again now. No, fuck. Oh, as soon as we know, dude. Like I'm either flying um to one near um Boston. I'm in New Jersey or New York. Or you're yeah. flying over to like Las Vegas. Dude, that. if they I'm not kidding, Jerry, it's on my bucket list. The next time San Diego Comic Con is a thing, I wanna go. Yeah, we should take a road trip, dude. That would be we can make like a whole like long weekend out of it. Yeah. I visit you, we make a road trip, we stop in Vegas possibly, like we just make a whole journey. It's only like six or seven hours away from me. San Diego or Vegas? Vegas is five. San Diego is six or seven. Not at all. That's not terrible. No, because it's Southern California. It's like it's like um at the same level as Phoenix almost. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I, I have been thinking just the last couple of days since we've been planning this episode about getting another lightsaber. And it's just like, that would give me an excuse to do it. And that's good and bad because money. But like, yeah. I, I want one so bad though. Yeah. Like a customized lightsaber, like a random one again? Like a custom one with like, with like leather grips, like, like fully designed by me, like custom for me. Like that would be my lightsaber, not from the movies. Oh, oh and we, when we cosplay, would we just be like general, like lightsaber? Like, I mean, a uh, Jedi, like in general. Dude, yeah, I, I think I have an Anakin one. Damn, dude. That'd be so sick. I wish I had Obi-Wan's, dude. I don't, but I think you could find one. Yeah. I want to get Obi-Wan so bad. I used to be obsessed with Anakin. Yeah. Just like See finished, dude. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Corona. Hopefully, it just gets better, dude. So we can do that trip. Yeah. People wear your masks. You know, social distance. Yeah. Let's do it during our birthday weekend or something. That'd be. That'd be fun. That would be so fun. September. Oh man. 
I would do that. I'm down. Oh, dude, my birthday's always been a long weekend. Oh, yeah. Labor, Labor Day. Oh, I forgot. Wow, who just shit? That actually worked out perfectly, dude. I know. Actually, that's really a perk of having my birthday where it is. Like, I always have a long weekend. No matter. That's awesome. Like, this year? Oh, dude, now I'm sad. Because if we were in school, I would have had it on Thursday. Oh, damn. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, no school. Yeah, I I still miss the college bubble, dude. It's, yeah. Still getting over it. I don't know why. We have to have our bubble popped. Yeah. Man. How do you get us on, how do we get on this tangent again? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I said, I, I said that um we we're supposed to go to Comic Con. No, I we're I said that we we're supposed to go as Obi Wan and Anakin for Halloween last yeah. Halloween. That, it's crazy though that starts a huge tangent though. Yeah. These are the conversations that Peter and I had at Starbucks. That that created that like sparked the formation of the Chai Guys. Yeah. Like we would, I remember Pierre and I were always on the verge of ordering something on Amazon, like costumes and stuff. Always. Oh my god. Uh, also, like, oh yeah, always, dude. Yeah. I like how, like, we be- become known for, like, segues. Our conversation. We are. We're the segue guys. Because, like, yeah, th- this is, like, how the Chai Guys, like, was made, how it started. Yeah. I actually have to, I have to give a reference to something really quick. Okay. For my birthday. I have a collection of grievance over there, dude. But I just really want to say, <laughs> uh, shout out to Brian Word Sims. Brian and I one night were just in like just in such a Star Wars mood, and both wanted like lightsabers, <laughs> like that you could duel with. And I was like, Brian, like I'll get one if you get one. And Jay was in the preliminary discussions also for a while. He almost <laughs> pulled the trigger. I think if you were with us like physically that night, you would have. I would have, yeah. Peer pressure was crazy. Like, Brian and I were egging each other on. And anyway, bottom line is, Brian and I ordered these lights. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is this is our baby. So, shout out to Brian, Word Sims. He has one that's black and also green blade. How sick, yeah, dude. I just, impulse buys are kind of also my thing. Yeah. And I got it. Yeah, I, I, I always impulse buy. Was that like $80 for that, for that kit? Yeah, it was like eighty, I think. There was a discount. Oh damn! Yeah, if you did the random, right? Yeah, you don't get to choose the hilt, and you don't get to choose the blade oh. color, but you get a nice lightsaber. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to get one. Um, do you have anything else to say about the Revenge of the Sith? It's such a good movie that it made a segue into so many other like conversations. But yeah. um, Battle of the Heroes is my favorite Star Wars lightsaber duel. I think it's equal. I think it has the perfect amount of flashy and emotion. Yeah, like the balance, amazing. Um, it does a perfect job of like showing which form Obi Wan and Anakin use, and like what the difference. Like Anakin is like how confident he is in his abilities and his power, and like how consumed with the dark side he actually becomes, and how level headed Obi Wan is during the whole fight, and also like the once Anakin gets chopped up, and Obi Wan's like. The whole speech on top of the thing, like, you were my brother, Anakin, I loved you. That hits so hard, dude. Yeah. 
like he loved Anakin so much that he couldn't bring himself to like kill him right there. Like he thought he was just gonna die by lava, but I guess not. And he couldn't even like look at him suffering from the lava. No. And then like you find out how he gets Anakin's lightsaber, setting up the opening of New Hope. Yeah. Also, I love um. Random segue. The blue that Anakin and Obi-Wan's lightsabers are in Revenge of the Sith is my favorite blue for a lightsaber. It's like this, like, what do you call it, like, prime blue? It's like... Deep, yeah, it's like a deep blue. Like, it's not, like, New Hope, like, light blue. Yeah, like, prime royal blue. I love, I yeah, I have to agree, I love that blue. I love that blue. Um, I was going to say something about the last fight, but I forgot what it was. Oh, I cannot tell you how many times... I have, like, with you also included, actually, I'm pretty sure we've done it before, with a friend, done the whole, like, opening to the Battle of the Heroes fight, like, going back and forth. Like, yeah. I've freedom. I've done it over over a thousand times, probably. Oh, dude, reenacting lightsaber scenes was, like, my favorite thing to do when I was younger. Me too, dude. Dude, I had, so, when I was younger, my brothers and I would reenact the Phantom Menace Duel of the Fates. And one of us would be dual-bladed Darth Maul. We'd, one of us would just run to the garage door, press it, and the other person would be, like, facing, like, having, having, like, his back face to the garage door and just, like, waiting. And, like, I think the whole neighborhood thought we were crazy. Honestly, the whole neighborhood was probably jealous of you guys for having that much fun. Oh, man. That, I agree, though. Reenacting lightsaber fights was, like, my childhood, and I loved it. It was my favorite parts of my childhood. The lightsabers that I have back there were supposed to be collectibles, and I broke literally every single one of them having lightsaber fights. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, the blade, right? The blade, yeah. The blade was just destroyed. They're not meant for fighting. The hilts are fine. <laughs> also, Yoda and Palpatine, unreal fight. Underrated. Yeah. Also, Mace, yeah. Mace Windu and Palpatine? Yeah, it's the first time and only time we see uh, Darth Sidious with a lightsaber yeah. in in live action. I just realized how many fights there were in Revenge of the Sith. A ton, dude. Count Dooku's at the beginning. Even if you want to include... Oh, General Grievous and Obi-Wan. General Grievous and Anakin and Obi-Wan. There's a million fights. Oh my god, yeah. It was so, like... I love that movie. I could, I could just keep rewatching that. Me too. And that is why it's number one, folks. Yeah, number one. It'll always be number one. Always. Yeah, I don't think anything will ever top it. Because it, it has nostalgia going for it, too. Like, yeah. Like, I always remember, like, that. that's, like, the movie I remember the most. When I think of Star Wars, I think of Revenge of the Sith. It's always, like, uh, it's a turning point. A huge turning point. Cool. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Um, I think we talk... Uh, a lot about Star Wars. Um, I think this is like around like an hour thirty. I think this is a long. Really, an hour thirty. Yeah, I I know we had like there's like a little bit gap in the in the beginning of the episode, but like this is like an hour thirty. And wow, this is the longest episode ever. I think we were gonna talk about Star Wars new talking points and like news. I think we should save that for another episode. I think you're right. Yeah, because um maybe we as as we get more news we could like um talk about it more, but. That's our all the Star Wars films ranked by the Chai guys. Yeah, that's our show, kids. Yeah, but just to um, reiterate, the top three for the Chai guys will always be. I don't think it's going to be changing anytime soon, but it's Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, and Revenge of the Sith. 
Yep, that is it. That is my concrete top three, and I will never change my top three. Yeah, I like how we like agreed in like a lot, of, a lot of them. I like, yeah, I like how it was like very like mismatch. Like it was basically very similar though. Yeah, our ranking was like different, but like um, how certain movies related to other certain movies in rank. Um, yeah, they were like basically the same. That that was cool. We think alike. Like- yeah. yeah, I'm a fan of that. Like for for us, like all of the, you could tell like the trilogies, like with barely any exceptions, how they go in rank. The sequel trilogy, all three movies are below everything else for us, mm-hmm. and rank are like below the other two trilogies, and then the the, I feel like the the original trilogy has two of our top three. The only exception is Revenge of the Sith being, on- yeah, I love that. I just love how Star Wars is like an old film, like the original trilogy, but it's still such a good movie. Like, the effects were ahead of its time too. Yeah, way ahead of its time. I think oh. um, I could keep. I'm actually like like, man, I'm drained of all the Star Wars. That was like a lot. That was a lot of Star Wars talk. Yeah. I loved it though. Me too. I had a great time. I, I could talk about Star Wars all day, honestly. Yeah, there's so much to do. But um, let us know in the comments um, which Star Wars movies you love and also some games that Peter and I can stream because <laughs> I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. Let me know in the comments if I should get another lightsaber. Yes. I, I actually just might comment on like my own account so you, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, keep in mind you hold my financial decision in your hands. Yes. Try, try, so. mm. um, I think Good that's time. all I have to say. Um, Peter, do you have anything else you want to say? No, um, we love you, Chai Tribe. And if you haven't seen Star Wars, so sorry that we just spoiled every single movie for you, and you should watch. <laughs> also, I'll say it always: Hayden Christensen is beautiful, phenomenal. Him and Ewan, uh, you is it Ewan or Ewan? Ewan. It's Ewan. Ewan. Ewan McGregor. They're just talented actors. So talented. They're great chemistry too. Yeah. But I'm Jerry. I'm Peter. And we'll see you next time. May the force be with you. <laughs>